Hello and welcome to another episode of How Are You Holding Up? A mental health podcast by the depressed for the depressed. I'm Lindsay. And I'm Chris. And how are you doing? <laughs> how are you holding up, Chris? Uh, well, I did a float tank today for the first time in like two years. That was yeah, nice. It'll be really fun to get back into that because we, uh, we've we had that on another episode. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah, it literally was like two years ago, I think. It was right before I we had so. the full lockdown that I did just like my own solo float tank. Mm-hmm. And you and I did the float tank like a few months prior to that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but this time was definitely unique. But before we go into that, Lens, how are you holding up? I'm in burnout a little bit. And I am today having a lot of anxiety. I don't know why. Mm -hmm. Nothing like happened. There's nothing going to happen. Um, I'm just feeling anxious for no reason. Mm -hmm. Sweaty hands for no reason. Yeah, no, I can I can absolutely understand that. That makes I mean, there's there's been enough going on everywhere else around the world that, you know, empathic burnout can also be a huge aspect of it where (laughs) we we see so much going on everywhere. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, shit. Yeah. And we did. I did have family over. Um for That'll a week also do it. yeah so i did a lot of hosting there was birthday celebration i've gotten engaged well see there's the there's some big <laughs> news that's that's some good stuff <laughs> i got engaged everybody um and so we celebrated that a little bit with some family and which everything has been lovely in and of itself but altogether i do get tired and kind of overwhelmed so mm-hmm. yeah but uh you know good things are happening exactly and it's always but, good to celebrate the good things. Yeah, we got to. We have to because we, you have to. <laughs> yeah, seriously. You need to take time. We take enough time to sit around and talk about our angry feelings. We've got to sit around and celebrate our happy ones too. Yeah. Um. Just, so yeah. this episode, we're going to be getting into float tank for anger. Mm-hmm. And we're going to be getting into unjustified versus justified anger and rage. Yes. So few things happened in the last few weeks that uh for me at least I was definitely a little more on pins and needles and feeling a bit more easily upset at a lot of things. There was just so much going on all at once that I was uh checked out for definitely part of the week. Um And now going into a place where I am basically alone with my thoughts, no interruptions, no uh, distractions, nothing other than the void, the dark, the quiet, and the body temperature water, (laughs) I, uh, I found myself in no way, shape, or form gaining peace from this this time so let's go back for those of uh you who don't know what a float tank is yes uh what it's a sensory sensory deprivation tank yeah which always sounds really scary but the one that we go to is really beautiful you can go ahead and describe it chris you were there recently (laughs) 
Yes. So they uh, they actually for for COVID precautions, they've uh, they've changed a few of the things since we last went, which makes sense. Uh, they used to have like a nice little tea room for you to decompress afterwards. Um, now you can still go there and you can still sit, but they don't have the tea. They just have bottles of water. Um, there's, uh, you know, you shower before and you shower after. Um, they, it's a private shower. It's a private shower. Yeah, you know, it's out, uh, every step of the way, basically, except for the, the sitting room is completely private. You have lovely music that's playing. You put in earplugs if you want to. Uh, they have a little head support floaty thing if you want to use it. But <laughs> the water in the float tank itself is like pretty heavily like salted. It's Epsom salt. So you float naturally in it. You're more buoyant in the water. Um, you don't necessarily need the head floaty or earplugs your ears will go underwater so but if you're you know if you don't want water in your ears then yeah to go ahead put the earplugs in yeah. <laughs> i like the earplugs yes i i think that's it's a good thing for most people it's also mm -hmm. it's not a tank it's more of like a room yeah um, yeah, yeah that is true it is it is literally a hole in the wall that you open up uh <laughs> and you just go inside and it's well lit it's like you know it's Got little floor lights and little wall lights, uh, and and as you, um, you know, you get in, you press a button, and the lights will dim out. The music will slow, will go down to silence. If you want to, you can also have the music going. You can have the lights on if you want. Both are available. Um, but if you want the full experience, you turn off the lights. You turn off the music. You put it in the earplugs, and you embrace the void. And the first time we went, we were both uh, suffering from depression and mm -hmm. burnout. Yes. And it seemed to help both of us relax. I think for you, Chris, it was better than for me. Yeah, I definitely time. got a lot out of it the first time because, like, I was, for whatever reason, I was also unmedicated at the time, now that I mention it. That might have been a big I factor. I was a fool and shaved my legs beforehand for some reason, so it stung the whole time, so I couldn't Owie. totally relax because it was salt water. Um, but besides that, I did like it. I did kind of hallucinate because you're in pitch, pitch black, and it's very yep. quiet. So, And I have a vivid imagination, so I imagined that I was floating in space and that there were galaxies passing me. I liked it. It was fine. I was mm -hmm. a little bit bored. With ADHD, <laughs> you worry you know, that you're going to get bored and it's not going to... But for me, it was it was okay. It was all right. So this time, though, you are in a different headspace. You're medicated. Mm -hmm. um, you are, are. Would you say that you're still at the same level of depression? Worse? Better? It's hard to say because um, so I mean I don't think that necessarily uh, my depression I feel doesn't necessarily come from a chemical imbalance at this point uh, or any form of like. Uh, it, I feel like my depression is philosophical at this point, which is really hard to describe in in terms that like make sense even to me, uh, where I'm like, I can't get out of this because my entire life I have been focused on the why or the story or, you know, the explanation and it, various aspects of it. And I can't justify or i can't explain a why that is good enough for me 
And for anger, are you feeling a lot angrier lately? Or would you say... Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. I I mean, I would say, ultimately, my my anger comes from frustrations. Like, almost exclusively, it's from a place of frustration. Would you say it's, like, a main source from one thing? Or would you say it's because just a lot of little things are building up or a mix of the two? It's always a lot of little things. Very rarely... Do I care about something enough that one thing will set me off? Mm-hmm. No, this is the this is the culmination of dozens of small inconveniences or so problems. Before you went in, not to cut you off, but before you mm-hmm. went one scale one to ten. Ten being like blackout rage, gonna blow up a room like Hulk out, and one mm-hmm. being totally peaceful, you know, relaxed. Where would you say you were before? And then after. About a four. Three or a four. So pretty pretty relaxed beforehand. Yeah, I would say more relaxed than rageful. Um, I was... Uh, I more or less was trying to find mentally... Like, I was trying... Before I went in, I, was, I wasn't, like, setting up expectations for anything. I didn't want to go into this with a mission or a goal or right anything like that because that can you know that can skew and plus you know with adhd there's no such thing as you know <laughs> planning your thoughts right. that's silly <laughs> that's just silly um so i knew going into it i was just kind of like okay let me just see where my mind takes me um it took me a lot of places not all of them great. Most of them uh, hard to kind of parse. Uh, it was chaos. It was chaos in my head for the for the most part. Because um, I would I would start to try and let a thought happen, uh, but then I would think about the thought that was happening. Um, you know, like I was thinking about loss and I was thinking about what that means to me and why loss is such a triggering aspect of my life. Um, and I mean, obviously I've had a lot of it, uh, but that aside, then it just kind of spiraled into five different directions and thoughts just bumping and crashing into each other. It was, it was kind of like, Imagine like a top-down view of a bumper car arena and a bumper car runs into a wall. It splits off and becomes two bumper cars. And every time those bumper cars bump into something, they spawn another bumper car from them. It's almost like a hydra of bumper cars. So when you left the float tank, did you feel angrier or were you feeling the same or more relaxed? overwhelmed overwhelmed not angry not sad not happy not necessarily 100 percent peaceful though i did have um moments of it during the float experience yeah um but for the most part i was just numb my brain just couldn't do anything more it's almost like i ran it down yeah Yeah. 
Huh. Ran out the clock on thinking for the day. And that's the float tank from today. <laughs> Stay tuned. I mean, I I I really enjoy just the atmosphere and the the experiences for the most part of going into a float tank. For whatever reason though, my mind today was just not in it to win it. And that was I mean, that's okay. There's there's always going to be times yeah. where something you enjoy may not bring you as much joy or comfort or any whatever it brings you and your mind can always kind of lead you in directions that you're not necessarily expecting yeah i feel that Mm-hmm. but um a lot of the thoughts that i kept having also were were things that you know if they had an emotional response to them then i started to kind of analyze those thoughts where i would start to really kind of reconcile with them like getting angry over a situation that happened mm -hmm. in the last week that necessarily didn't even need to evoke the feeling of anger it was just it was just a response from frustration uh and it really kind of kept me on that same path of why is this feeling conjuring anger or why is this moment evoking anger as the response over anything else? Like, why is anger the first thing that it pops to? You know, I've been wondering if because we all live such full, busy, fast lives for the most part. You know, mm -hmm. we get up, usually sleep deprived. We go to work. We do stuff we don't really want to do all day. And then we get home and we have to do with whatever energy we have left, a few chores maybe, make sure we have food, deal with whatever, try to get some sleep, maybe zone out and play some video games whatnot. We don't really take time to be quiet and mm -hmm. um, to to analyze and then emotionally process what happened that day. And I think... That is why a lot of us, going into the topic of justified and unjustified rage and anger, um, experience what looks to us like it's unjustified to be that angry. The level of mm -hmm. anger that we are experiencing does not match up with whatever just happened. You know, I just dropped sushi all over my lap and now I'm close to tears because I'm so angry. Not sad. I'm so angry that I'm about to rage out. Um, I had that very happen. So that's what my, my <laughs> um, I was having a perfectly fine day and like, I was feeling a little like, Oh, I had to move. And like, I was scooting over and it like tugged on the tablecloth or whatever. And it like the, the sushi landed on my lap and all over the couch. It was at home and like, it was a mess. And I just got so angry so angry that I almost cried but it was in front of like friends too and I felt like a fool like a child you know like this childish reaction mm, um yeah. and I think that's what was maybe having for you you know you're you're and that's what happens for a lot of us when we lay in bed we haven't taken the time during the day I don't know if humans were supposed to be doing thing after thing going mindlessly through stuff we're supposed to process what happened you know when that person gave you a tone of voice and when your family you know you haven't heard back from your friend who you've been texting and texting or you know that kind of shit yeah absolutely and i mean that definitely can be a big part of it is just the 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 effects of burnout 
um, are real and they are uh, plentiful. Um, for me, so it's always kind of been akin to like, uh, I don't know. I lost my thought. Uh, what were you going to ask? <laughs> ADHD. Um, <laughs> we should have like a little commercial that pops in every time you and I lose a thought. And we can just <laughs> put in like an ADHD medication commercial. <laughs> I, I found I found paper clips on my desk. <laughs> now I'm playing with them. Oh, Lord. So. <laughs> yeah, I feel that. I've been like chewing on a hangnail this whole time. Um, no, I was just going to say, so justified... And unjustified anger. Um, yes. That was actually a topic that you wanted to talk about today. So Yes, it was, because the, the thing that I've seen a lot lately, and this is something that I think a lot of our listeners have been experiencing over the course of these, you know, times. <laughs> these unprecedented times. Oh, these unprecedented times. Oh. Um, they, um, they suck, and we hate them. And they're unprecedented only because we have been so relatively, uh, well, we've evolved so much technologically as a society over the last hundred years. And human beings in general have kind of become a modern day self-fulfilling Jurassic Park replace replace dinosaurs (laughs) (laughs) right oh no i mean replace dinosaurs with uh human nature (laughs) and the scientists were so preoccupied to think about if they could they didn't stop to think if they should so So, yeah i um i am just at that point though where like i see anger and rage and indignation and frustration and like you name a topic on the internet and there will be somebody who is going to literally want to commit violence over that topic yes yes at some point i want to have a um a podcast on gamer rage because Mm -hmm. i've been experiencing a lot of male rage lately on video games but yes yeah oh that's yeah that's a that's a disgusting disgusting rage that needs to be addressed in and of itself um but like with the power of the internet ultimately i mean one of the key factors in the internet right if we think about it is relative anonymity and with relative anonymity you can basically be given freedom from consequences or worse when anonymity breaks it can very easily become a witch hunt or something that everybody has an opinion of and there must be a right opinion there it's there's no there's no room for everybody to be right or every opinion to be valid yeah and that's where human nature really breaks in and breaks down and it and it becomes something that is greater than the sum of its parts in the darkest way possible we see this kind of rage yeah Yeah. like no we see this kind of rage manifest in in so many ways and so many uh forms 
it doesn't even have to be necessarily violent. It's just disgust or outrage, uh, you know, indignation, some form of like public shaming at that point. And it doesn't matter. It shouldn't be that powerful. And it doesn't necessarily need to be something that is justified just because something happens in the world that if this had happened in a closed room and nobody else had known about it would not have been at all talked about. Yeah. I think if we look at where we are societally right now, mm -hmm. the fact that a grown man slapped another man across the face at one of the most prestigious, mm -hmm. famous, well-televised events um, shows just how angry everyone is. Yeah. Um, you know, right now we're having, we've been having for years now, discussions in a way that we haven't before on race, on sexuality, on gender. Mm -hmm. We're seeing um, the problems with each state, especially in America, yeah. some states are taking away so many rights of women. Um, yeah. And we're just, and it's so, so frustrating. And the way that the pandemic has been handled, not just in our nation, but across the world, um, yeah. the way that everyone is talking about each other, the mm -hmm. anger with, um, you know, the the poor versus the the very ultra 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 wealthy how unfair it is and mm -hmm. the thing is you know, and war um yeah. the thing is so much of that anger and it is justified it is justified because it, it it's like it's a huge deal it's a hum humanitarian humanitarian issue the problem is there's so many of these issues that we are dealing with and because of social media and because of the technology we have now, it is easy, so easy to find it and then find the tribe that is angry with you. And, yes. um, you know, I can believe like everything. I mean, it made sense that everyone was talking about, you know, Will Smith and mm -hmm. it was, but I felt like it was almost easier to process that because in a smaller than like we've been seeing war and pandemic and everything, but it went everywhere. Like everyone was talking about it, whether a lot of people thought that it was the right thing to do. Um, a lot of yeah. people, a lot of women, especially in the, in the community were talking about um, how, you know, when we talk about protecting black women, that's what we mean protecting because mm -hmm. uh, he made, you know, the guy made a joke about, uh, her hair and, and it was like Will Smith as her husband should go up there and absolutely should defend her honor and then mm -hmm. a lot of people were like that was assault mm -hmm. <laughs> and it took away yeah. from everybody else at that award ceremony and then there's the whole I mean th there's also a racial element there of just like there's some topics then that are not supposed to be discussed outside of that community exactly and, and so it it's becomes, become, we've become so yeah. divisive, you know yes. what I mean? And it's so frustrating. And that's why when you're going about your daily life, a lot of us who are prone to anger and depression, man, it is like easy. It is easy to get mad about things Everything. that maybe you don't need to get angry about. Like, yes, mm -hmm. you're justified in that anger. But man, like we have to protect ourselves from mm -hmm. from the world, really. But yeah. You know, when when I look at some of my friends and they seem to turn against each other about things that just it's like, well, how, how do we say what's fair to be angry about and what's not fair to be angry about? 
all you can do is really like for yourself, right? Yeah, you can absolutely for yourself and understand that like it's so hard to put a form of like protection up on stuff like this because what makes us angry now could be something that we laugh at years from now or is something that is you know it's so incredibly important but nobody else takes you seriously about it that in and of itself can lead to rage it can lead to action and there's good to be had from the rage that is created by whatever this injustice is and that's really kind of the um the sticking point isn't it where it's what are the things that people get angry about justice religion faith or you you get people who get angry at the drop of a hat over comics and you you really have to break it down at that point of like what does that mean to this person that they are willing to get this upset yeah and we think, lose faith we lose we lose track of that yeah and i and i think this is why especially on this podcast and mm-hmm. well so many mental health podcasts and everywhere you go they talk about mm-hmm. healing your trauma because what happens is um you get stuck in mm-hmm. a cycle and you are controlled by the programming this is going to sound so insane but it's true you get mm-hmm. um programmed when you're little about what yeah. you think of the world, how you experience the world, and how you mm-hmm. react to the world. And if you don't have a really great upbringing and there was some really bad stuff that happened or maybe you had some poor role models, um, you won't necessarily – you'll be controlled by the world and the emotions rather than being able to look at your thoughts Look at where the the feelings are coming from because the feelings are going to happen, but the reaction to those, you know, is mm-hmm. what we can control the thoughts, et cetera. It's uh, very akin to something like stoicism, um, which is a kind of philosophical viewing of how to take the world and your reactions. You cannot necessarily control things that happen in the world, but you can control how you react to them. Which is exactly right. what she said, basically. The 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 key thing there is there's a lot of people who take that and think that that means that, oh, that means I get to choose to be emotionless and not care about anything. Right. And obviously, <laughs> I think looking at where is my anger coming from? Wow, I'm really mad about this particular topic mm-hmm. about, you know, women's rights. Or I'm really yeah. angry about the mistreatment of these children in this place or et cetera. Then I think that's when you join up something to help and become a helper because you know can we make things huge change happen sometimes yes but not always Mm -hmm. but doing nothing and having that like going online and kind of just going off is you know never helps any of us really no and that's actually kind of a funny thing there have been some studies that, that were done recently uh in terms of online activism and yeah that somehow doing almost less than nothing on occasion where it's like 
oh, okay, you changed your profile photo. Sure, you may have spread awareness, but you've created an <laughs> echo chamber. <laughs> it's, the, congratulations. The people who will see this are the people who are already supporting the cause. Exactly. Or it's performative. And that leads to further anger and indignation from people who are actually affected by said situations. Ultimately, it's so incredibly complicated to find your internal, like, capabilities of determining. (laughs) Yeah, the balance. balance. Yeah, honestly, ultimately, mostly balance. To find your internal balance and really come to a conclusion of, hey, this is where, this is the hill I want to die on. You know, I struggle when I have a friend who, or a family member, Mm-hmm. who gets just irate over something that I see as like really small. I have a family member. I think we all have this family member or friend yep. who's really into sports, right? And mm-hmm. if there's a bad call on one team or whatever, and then there's like standing up and yelling at the TV and like mm-hmm. rage. And it's just like, I mean, I guess this is a good way to get it out. But like, what are you really pissed off about here? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Know? I mean, at that point, what does that break down to then? They're they're they think it's an injustice. Exactly. <laughs> and like you see that also at like health. There are parents that get into full blown like fist fights at little league games. That's little so league. It's so awful. It's like, what is wrong? You do not need to care that much. And it's not even for the sake of their child. That's that's the real that's the real sticking place is yeah. it's not for their kid. They don't, they don't necessarily care at that point. I feel like we should also be talking about like misplaced anger too in this one where, you yeah. know, I have a friend right now who's going through a really toxic relationship and that person mm-hmm. cheats a lot and that person verbally abuses that person a lot. Oh, Jesus. And they won't leave them. They keep kind of leaving them and then they keep kind of getting back and we, you know, we've all been there. And oh, yeah. They get angry, but not really at the person's behavior towards them. So, for example, they sent me a screenshot and it was Mm -hmm. like this person was just like, you know what? If you're going to go do this thing and not tell me, then I'm not going to talk to you anymore. I'm going to block you. Don't even bother coming back here. Don't even bother coming back here. And my friend responded with like, no, please. Like, I didn't mean to hurt you. I didn't think this was going to be a big deal. Please forgive me. Like, let's talk about this. You know, I love you so much. It's like good god like where's the anger for yourself like we don't get angry enough for ourselves. no and i did notice that in my healing journey there was a point where i started getting self-empowered and self-esteem and um all those good things you're supposed to have and then i started getting angry really angry god i was angry at the world i was angry at my my folks i was angry at the things that had been done to me which is justified yes um and you should feel those angry things because before you were so beaten down, you, you you didn't get angry. It was just like, well, that's life. That's what happens. You know, at least I'm not yeah. being beaten up. Right. You always like make it. Well, at least. It's oh, not, yeah. You know, but the problem is then the people around you are like dealing with this angry, fiery human. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, I remember my uh, I remember my angry at the world moments. Those are uh, those are definitely not my favorite times to look back on <laughs> so i guess this whole podcast is basically we're just telling you like we don't know when it's justified or not justified but we know uh what you can do to make it a little bit more clear for yourself yeah 
it's it really does like there i mean there are no solid answers for any of this we're all doing the best we can with what we have always and what is best for you might not be what is best for me might not be what is best for us but if we communicate and we try to understand and we at least break it down to a point of hey this is where i'm at and it's not it doesn't need to be conveyed through shouting it doesn't need to be conveyed through rage or anger it can be conveyed in ways you do have the options to look for other ways other than just exploding at people around you. And I think anger is a really powerful tool mm -hmm. uh, to see what's really going on. If you aren't using your anger to, you know, obviously hurt the people around you, but you just keep getting angry over these things and you feel so powerless, really, I mean, you see this everywhere, but it's true. You need to take time and meditate, whatever that looks like for you, journaling, et cetera, finding someone to talk to about it, because there's a time when you should be getting angry. You should be yeah. angry. You should, you know? And then yeah. <laughs> if you're getting too mad, if there's too much, just block it out for a while. You know, don't mm -hmm. look on the news for a while. Yeah. You really, you don't need to subject yourself to things that evoke heavy duty emotional responses all the time. Especially for us, we are all, <laughs> most of us in this crowd are people who are dealing with mental illness. Yep. At least that's what they call it. Um, mm -hmm. You know, depression, anxiety, and all the other things that we have here. And so we especially need to be aware of how we are taking care of ourselves, what we are intaking, what are we putting out. Absolutely. 100% so. agree. Anyway, guys, we love you. We hope you're yeah. doing well. Yeah. We hope you are. If you are angry, it's okay. You can we feel it. Too. We are definitely angry. We're doing the best we can with what we've got. And we do everything and we we do everything in our power to just be as good to ourselves as we can be to others. So do with that what you will. <laughs> uh, follow us on Instagram. Like the Facebook page. Uh, if you want to send us something directly, you can email mailbag at howareyouholdingup.com. We'd love to hear from you. And as always, don't, don't tell, tell us, us to just, just get, get over it. it.